six ear, vav ear, tzaddik, his praise, 294. Someone told me, the Rebbe once said, if you wanted to reveal to others the fear of heaven he himself possessed, it would be impossible to stand within four cubits of his house, but he deliberately concealed it. I personally heard him say, I am a treasure house of the fear of heaven. Anyone who wants can receive from me. And, in point of fact, it was very visible how anyone who became his follower soon became filled with a powerful sense of religious awe, and he carried out his devotions with great enthusiasm. Nothing of the like had been seen before. Even today, the Rebbe's awe is stored away in his holy writings. One who studies and works with them truthfully and honestly will attain great awe and be intensely aroused to serve God. For all the Rebbe's words are like fiery coals. 295. Someone told me, the Rebbe once said, if we saw a treasure house, we would surely run there and dig down, even if we had to get filthy with dirt and mud to break through and find it. Am I not a treasure house of the fear of heaven? Why aren't people eager to run after me and attain it? They asked him how it was possible to attain it, and he said, with the lips and the heart, you must break through and ask for it, in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Deuteronomy 30.14 296 the Rebbe said, The Zohar, 1, 11b, mentions that there is awe and there is awe. I want to reveal a kind of awe the likes of which has never been known before, and I want to get it into my followers. 297. The Rebbe told one of his followers, The Shavatot my followers spend with me are very great. They are better than seven complete fasts from Shabbat Rabbi to Shabbat. wisdom, his wisdom, 129. Sexual temptation results mainly from depression. Therefore, you should make every effort to be joyful always. The Rebbe said, Unafilu azmafalt in a blutarain, shreitmin un mishreit un mishreit. Even when one falls into mud and mire and it is difficult to get out, one screams and screams and screams. The Rebbe then raised his hand slightly and said no more. The Rebbe then spoke about the disturbing thoughts that often trouble a person in this area. He quoted the Talmudic maxim, Trouble is bad enough when it comes, Brachot 9b, adding, One should not be disturbed by this, either before or after. 130. I heard that the Rebbe once spoke about famous miracle workers. He used the following parable. A king once had two sons, one wise and the other foolish. He put the fool in charge of all his treasuries. The wise son, on the other hand, was not given any position and just sat beside the king continually. The people found this very difficult to understand. Here, the son who was totally devoid of wisdom was given all the authority and had to be approached every time someone wished to deposit or withdraw anything from the king's treasury. On the other hand, the wise son had no authority at all. The king answered, What is so special about dispersing money from an existing treasury? But my wise son sits beside me and uses his mind. Many times he comes up with a new idea that would never have occurred to me. He may tell me about lands I've never heard about and show me how to conquer them. This is how I build up my treasury. My son, the overseer, does not do anything to add to my treasury. He merely distributes what I already have. My wise son is therefore much more important than his brother, even if it appears that he does not have a position of authority, for he is the one responsible for acquiring the treasury in the first the place. Bet book. Immoral Behavior A. 20. Whoever has an opportunity to sin but refrains will have a miracle performed for his sake. 21. 
when a man marries a woman who is unsuitable for him, it is as if he plowed up the entire earth and planted salt, when the Holy One will rest his divine presence upon the Jewish people, confirming the members of each tribe, that man will be left out. 22. Violating the Brit is equivalent to violating all the mitzvot. 23. Wearing pants atones for the sins of incest. 24. Where there is immorality, the tzaddikim fall from stature. 25. By mourning the death of tzaddikim, one is able to break his love for women. 26. By masturbating, a man creates evil forces that clothe themselves in people who oppose and argue with him and cause him suffering. 27. A person guilty of adultery will eventually be guilty Kitzur of shedding Imoharan. 1. Lesson number 70. On the eighth day. Leviticus 9.1. 1. 1. There exists a true tzaddik who is the foundation of the world, as it is written, the tzaddik is the foundation of the world. Proverbs 10.25. There is only one tzaddik like this in the entire world, since he is the foundation of the world from which all things emanate. Even all the other tzaddikim are merely branches of him, each one according to who he is. One of these tzaddikim may be as a branch to this tzaddik, while another may be as a branch of a branch. This unique tzaddik is humble and low-spirited, and he makes himself like dust. Consequently, he has the gravitational force to pull the entire world to him, to draw them closer to God and to his holy Torah. And this tzaddik draws all influx of bounty into the world. 2. This tzaddik also corresponds to the tabernacle, which had the gravitational force to pull godliness to the place where it stood. Similarly, this tzaddik has the gravitational force to pull godliness to the place where he is. 3. Furthermore, all the honor that each person in the world possesses, be he great or small, they all receive it solely from this tzaddik. This is because all honor and prestige are in his possession alone, and everyone else receives it from him. The same applies to the renewal and reinstatement of honor. To explain... Honor and prestige are constantly being renewed, whereby one office holder is moved to a different position of authority, and thus his leadership and honor are renewed. This renewal of honor also takes place entirely through this tzaddik, in accordance with the way that, on each occasion, he erects the tabernacle, which is the source of all honor. 4. The reason why the world is far from this tzaddik and why all people are not drawn to him is due to the countervailing force which works against the gravitational force of the tzaddikim. To explain, there exist people who by means of their words and their actions interrupt the gravitational force and impel others to distance themselves from the true tzaddik. The essence of this countervailing force, however, is pride, haughtiness, and the craving for honor, whereby a person fears that his own honor will be diminished and degraded if he draws close to the truth. Therefore, every person who wishes to know the absolute truth must sincerely humble himself and he should honestly remember his own true inferiority and lowliness and everything he has gone through in his life. When he genuinely feels his own lowliness, then the truth will certainly be revealed to him, and the force of gravity will prevail over the countervailing force, and he will be drawn with great swiftness to the true tzaddik. 5. When a person gives charity to this tzaddik who makes himself like the dust, he is blessed immediately. For such charity is like seeding the earth, in that it yields many times what was planted. As expressed in the verse, Plant charity for yourselves and harvest loving kindness. Hosea 10.12 6. 
The more a person diminishes himself, the more gravitational force he has, namely to pull God's divine presence down to the lower worlds so that it should dwell here among us, which indeed has been God's desire from the day that he created his world. Similarly, the more a person diminishes himself, the more power he has to pull people to him and to draw them closer to the service of God, and the more power he has to draw good influx and blessing to the Jewish people. Likewise, the more he merits to be drawn to and to come close to the true tzaddik. Lesson number 71. 1. It is extremely difficult to be a well-known religious figure because someone who is well-known must endure suffering for the sake of the people. But there are certain people whom heaven compels nonetheless to be famous. The master of prayer. It all happened in this manner. In our chronicles, it is written that there was a great hurricane in the world. This hurricane turned the whole world upside down. Sea was transformed into dry land and dry land into sea. Desolate areas became inhabited, while inhabited areas became desolate. It threw the whole world into confusion. After this period of panic and confusion, where all the world was disoriented, the people of the world decided to elect a king. They then delved into the question as to who would be most fit to be elected king. Upon deliberation, they finally said, The most important consideration is the goal of life. Therefore, the person who strives the most towards this goal is the most fit to be king. But then they had to determine the goal of life. Regarding this question, there were many factions. One faction said that the main goal is honor. In the world, the main consideration is honor. If a person is not given proper honor, or if people say something that impinges on his honor, he can even commit murder. He is mortally offended because honor is most important Nussin's among letters, people. Year 1, letter number 157. With thanks to God, Monday, Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, 5595, Breslov. My dear beloved son, blessed is he who is constantly doing new things. A person who pays attention can see the amazing new things that the Creator, may his name be blessed, is doing constantly every day, who in his good is constantly renewing the creation every day. How many new things originate every day? How many wondrous things are created anew? A few of them we can see. Many are hidden from us or occur in other towns. God alone performs great wonders all the time and all to reveal His divinity and His great blessed name to the world's inhabitants, and so that His name should be talked about throughout the world. My dear son, whom I love, heart and soul, what can I tell you about everything that has happened this month according to the minuscule comprehension that our minds can grasp? There was Rosh Hashanah and the ten days of repentance, Yom Kippur and the four days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. And there was Sukkot and Hoshana Rabbah, Shemini Atzeret and Simchat Torah and the days following. It was the month of Eitanim, of mighty deeds, the month that is mighty and strong with its many mitzvot, Rosh Hashanah 11a. This is for the holy people Israel as a whole. But what was done with each individual and particularly with me is absolutely inconceivable and inexplicable. Be sure to speak a lot with the deliverer of this letter, Rab Nachman Tolchiner, may his light shine. He was with Reb Nassim most of the time from Rosh Hashanah until after Sukkot and knew all the details of the escalating conflict. Perhaps he will tell you, according to what our minds can comprehend, all the kindnesses and wonders that God did with us during these days. It always seemed like just then it was impossible to be happy, impossible to utter a single word, especially with the great conflict and uproar of these days, which so tried to upset and distract us. Year 2, letter number 391. With God's help, Monday, Balak, 5602, 
Uman. Greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Reb David Svi. May his light shine. I received your letter yesterday, inside the letter from my son, may his light shine, from Tolchin, and I was pleased. I was terribly pained, however, by your distress, that your wife, may she live, is not feeling well. I hope to God that he will send her a full and speedy recovery from heaven without any medical cures or wiles. Warn my entire family in the strongest terms to refrain completely from treating her with any of the popular remedies, what they call babske, grandma's home remedies, nor should they use any of the doctor's treatments either, God forbid. They are all absolute lies, and they neither help nor save anyone. To the contrary, they cause tremendous harm. Even for the constipation, nothing should be done. In most cases, constipation is actually beneficial for the health of the body. And if, God forbid, it is too severe, it is certainly forbidden to employ the false strategies of physical remedies. They will not help, and what is more, they will do damage, God forbid. Just rely on God alone, who formed man with wisdom and created in him many openings, until who cures the illness of all flesh and performs wonders. He alone is the true, trustworthy, and compassionate healer. He inflicts, and he will heal, he and no one else. I have already discussed this a great deal in the name of our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of Blessed Memory, but I can see that it is still necessary to speak about it much more. May it help to save lives. At the very least, though, I do not want any charlatan's elixir to enter my house. Just do as I heard from the Rebbe's holy mouth. When he spoke about this matter and said, A sick person should imagine that he is in a forest or wilderness. He would have no choice but to depend on God. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom number 50 As for me, my hands are spread forth to God. May he quickly send her help and salvation, and may he give her a speedy cure and recovery. Amen. May it be his will. You too, my dear son, should rouse yourself from now on with all that you go through to accustom yourself to raise up your eyes to heaven over everything that happens to you. For we have no one to lean on but our Father in heaven. Be sure every day to say psalms with concentration and to recite my prayers, meaning Lukutei Tfilot, the 50th gate. Express yourself to God in Hidbodudut frequently, and now in particular. Hope to God and He will save you. Be sure, from now on at least, to cast aside the ways of childhood and youth and the negative traits, such as anger and being excessively exacting with other people, which have a hold on you, but which are really not you at all. Fulfill the injunction, Ecclesiastes 11.10, remove anger from your heart and remove Shemot evil from your flesh. Rabbi Elazar ben Durdaya, Rabbi Elazar ben Pinchas, Rabbi Elazar ben Rabbi Chagia, Rabbi Elazar ben Rabbi Marinas, Rabbi Elazar ben Rabbi Yose. Rabbi Elazar ben Rabbi Yishmael, Elazar Ishbarya, Rabbi Elazar ben Mahabai, Rabbi Elazar Batsra'a, Abba Elazar ben Gomel, ben Elasha, Rabbi Ami Hakoin, Rav Ami, Ami, Ami Barchagi, Rabbi Ami Bartuvi or Bartavyumi, Rabbi Ami Bavla'a, Rabbi Ami Bar Abba, Ami Avua de Shmuel Bar Ami, Rav Ami Barabi Shmuel, Ami Vardina'a, Rabbi Ami Bardikule, Rav Ami Bar Ada Harpana'a, Rabbi Ami Bar Yudan, Rabbi Ami Bar Chinana, Rabbi Ami Bar Ahava, Rabbi Ami Bar Karcha, Rabbi Ami Bar Yecheskel, Rabbi Ami Avui de Rabbi Avdimi di Tsipori, Rabbi Ami Bar Chia, Rabbi Ami Bar Matna, Rabbi Ami Bar Chama, Rabbi Ami Bar Avin, Ameymar Bere de Mar Yenuka ben Rav Chizda Hakoin, Andare, father of Rabbi Chanina, Abba Antuli, Antignos Ish Soho, Rabbi Antignos Tana de Breita, Antiferas, Anyeni Ben Sisi, Rabbi Asa, Astion, 1.
Prayer number 140, 235. Support my steps on your paths, lest my footsteps fail. Master of the world, guard me and rescue me so that I will never compromise the joy of the holy festivals. May I rejoice greatly on all the festivals of Hashem, on the holy convocations, and fulfill the commandment you shall rejoice on your festival completely with all of the festival's details and particulars and the 613 commandments that are dependent on it. Guard my soul so that I will not disgrace the festivals. Have compassion on me and on all the Jewish people. Guard me and rescue me so that I will not, heaven forbid, be among those who disdain the festivals, people who therefore have no portion in the world to come and are considered as if they engage in idol worship. Rescue me from the shame that comes from the blemish of disdaining the festivals, heaven forbid. Be with me always. Guard me and rescue me so that my footsteps will not slip and fall either in the physical or spiritual realms. May no one rejoice over my blunders, heaven forbid. He sets my feet upon the rock. He firmly establishes my steps. Strengthen me and invigorate me with your wondrous ways, so that I will always fully attain the joy of the festivals. Shine your face on your servant. Save me in your loving kindness, so that I will rejoice on every festival with all my might and feel the joy of the festivals in my heart. You who are filled with compassion, you who are the joy of Israel, place joy in my heart, particularly on the very holy and awesome festivals, and we will exult and rejoice in you. Atonement for blemishing the festivals. Have compassion on me, forgive me, and grant me atonement for all of my blemishes regarding the joy of the festivals from my birth until this day. Give me hope and save me so that I will rectify everything completely, purifying and elevating all fallen joys to their place and root, to the place where their tent was initially pitched. In your compassion, accustom me to all kinds of joy so that I will always be joyful, particularly on Shabbat and festivals. Let me rejoice in your salvation. I will rejoice and be delighted in you. I will sing to your your supernal name. Give joy to the soul of your servant because Hashem, I lift my soul to you. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. Cause me to hear gladness and joy. May the bones that you crushed exult. Satisfy us from your goodness. Give our soul joy in your salvation and purify our heart to truly serve you. Give us an inheritance, Hashem our God, of the joy and gladness of your holy festivals. And may Israel, who sanctifies your name, rejoice in you. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and Amen. Prayer number 141, 239. Master of the world, have compassion on me. Rescue me from arguments and disputes. You know my heart. You see that I do not want any disputes at all. Who am I that I should dispute anyone in the world? Because all people are immeasurably better than I am. But you know how much dispute has increased in the world so that even if a person really wants peace, other people fight against him. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. You know what causes dispute due to our many sins. But even without that, it is very difficult to bring forth the speech of prayer. And in addition to that, dispute holds back words of prayer. Now, what will we do, our Father in Heaven? How will we use speech to pray to you? since dispute has increased so much that the entire world is filled with dispute. There is no peace for those who go out and for those who come in. You who are filled with compassion, have compassion on me. Teach me how to relate to other people so that there will not be any dispute. 
just true peace and truth. Master of the world, Lord of peace, King who possesses peace, act in your vast compassion and awesome wonders to nullify every kind of dispute, bringing speech out of exile. Draw great and wondrous peace into the world so that speech will emerge from its exile. Always open our mouths so that we will speak many good holy words before you in Torah learning and prayer day and night. My God, open my lips and my mouth will speak your praise. May my mouth be filled with your praise the entire day with your glory. May my mouth speak the praise of Hashem and all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Have compassion on me for the sake of your name. May I guard my speech and conversation from this moment on so that I will not speak any word or engage in any conversation that is not in accordance with your will, heaven forbid. You form mountains and create the wind and tell man what is his speech. At the hour of judgment, you tell a man even about a slight conversation between him and his wife. Woe to us for the day of judgment. Woe to us for the day of rebuke. Have compassion on me from now on for the sake of your name. Guard me and rescue me from conversations and speech that are not in accordance with your will. Forgive me and grant me atonement for all the blemishes in my speech and conversation from the day of my birth until now. Restore all the divine names that I blemished. Hashem, place a guard at my mouth and a watch upon the doorway of my lips. Be with my mouth at the time of my speech and with my hands at the time of my actions. Guard my soul and save me. May I not be ashamed, for I take refuge in you. Help me and save me so that I will truly fulfill the commandment of love your neighbor as yourself with all my heart and soul and might, and I will truly love every Jew with my soul and might, with all my heart. In particular, every day before prayer, may I truly accept this positive commandment completely in accordance with your good will, so that as a result I will truly recite the words of prayer before you fully with great intent. May my prayer be pleasing and desirable before the throne of your glory. May it rise and be elevated and crown your head. May the verses quickly be realized. Seek the welfare of Jerusalem. May those who love you enjoy tranquility. May there be peace within your walls, tranquility in your palaces. For the sake of my brothers and friends, I will speak peace to you. For the sake of the house of Hashem our God, I will seek goodness for you. May great peace come down upon those who love your Torah, so that they will not stumble. All your children will be learned of Hashem, and your children's peace will increase. You will see your children's children peace upon Israel. May Hashem give His nation strength. May Hashem bless His nation with peace. May He who makes peace in His heights, in His compassion, make peace upon us and upon all Israel, and say, Amen.